We're losing! Teamwork, guys, more teamwork. They're burying us alive! Eddie Shore? Oh, piss on Eddie Shore. Old-time hockey? Piss on old-time hockey! You're blowing it! And now, between the stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast. Here's Arden Caleb. Between the Stammers, it's Thursday, May 23rd. The NHL draft tickets went on sale for Vancouver in Vancouver today. Uh, Talks have started. Brock Besser's contract. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Um, We also want to talk about uh, teams that are in cap hell, I guess. Uh, Maybe the Canucks could take advantage of some of those teams. Uh, The Stanley Cup final, it's a rematch of 1970. Art Aronson here alongside Caleb Kirby. Art, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I've been doing the morning shift this week, so I'm a little bit tired. Yeah? Yeah. Full disclosure. With tiredness comes a little glumpiness, you think? Are you trying to say that I'm grumpy? No, I'm just, I'm asking. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm feeling all right now. I had a little Um, bit of a nap. By the way, I feel like you've been banging out your newscast like a champ this week. I've caught a lot of you uh, this week, early, on my drive-in, and I'm like, yeah, Art's... He's crushing it. He's oh. sounding great out there. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah that's uh, that's what I live for, to impress the man, Curb, coming in from Prospect Lake. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Uh, do you want to start with the Canucks draft tickets? Did you get any? No. The NHL draft tickets no. in Vancouver? No, I didn't get any. Did you get any? I did not get any, but I also heard that they were hard to get. Did you try? No, I didn't try. Yeah, so do yeah. you don't you don't really care if you go to the draft or not? Eh? No, I don't care. No, uh, I did hear that our stations, the Zone at ninety one three and one hundred point three, the Q, have some tickets. They do, but before we get to that, yeah, they don't even serve booze at this thing. Why not? They're just not. They're not. You know why? Because it's like a business meeting among NHL GMs, right? Which and 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 then obviously it's like a graduation for all these kids that are going into the big leagues. I honestly don't understand why people want to go to this event. Yeah, it's not for the fans. Like, I don't, I, I really, like, so many people in Vancouver were pining, being like, we need these tickets, we gotta go, we gotta go. It's fucking boring. Like, you're gonna be sitting, basically, in, like, a board meeting as, like, an intern in something that doesn't relate to you business-wise at all. Don't get me wrong, like, the NHL, like, there's some, obviously, appeal to it being an NHL thing, but, like... Dude, you know, like, how boring it is to watch these GMs just sit there from afar answering phones, writing notes down? Like, yeah, you'll be able to boo Gary Bettman, I guess. You're not going to be drunk doing it because you're not all a liquor, so, you, you know, it's, it's a little tougher that way. And then fucking every single team is going to go up and say the exact same thing, and you're going to be waiting for your team at 10 or whatever your team is to go up and make that same announcement. Well, they're you know, going to thank the city of Vancouver. They're going to thank be there. the city. Yeah. We'd like to thank the city of Vancouver. <laughs> We'd like to congratulate the Boston Bruins on winning the Stanley Cup because that's going to happen. The Blues have no chance in my mind. And then, you know, with our first round selection, the Colorado Avalanche take Peyton Krabs. And then, you know, he's going to slowly walk up there and people are going to clap and then he's going to take forever to get up there. They're going to hold up the jersey. They're going to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be boring as fuck. It's like, it's it's like, this is what it's like. You have siblings, right? Yes. I you went to their graduation, right? Oh, yeah. You sat through like three and a half hours, right? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. This, this is what this is going to be. That's all it is. It's a graduation. But in this case, you don't really know these people on a personal level. I know a lot of people have done their homework 
and you know been like oh yeah like watch this sick move that cole caulfield did watch what boldy did and it's interesting to see how that shakes down but honestly are you gonna waste a beautiful sunny shining <laughs> summer day in british columbia a place that doesn't get as many of these as other parts of the world to go sit in an air-conditioned arena to watch general managers answer phones i think people going to this are nuts i really do there's a couple of things though here first off it is an event like you said an nhl event so people want to be a part of that. Second, what if what if a huge trade goes down and you'd be like, man, I remember when Eric Lindros got traded. Okay. You know? Okay. I remember when Corey Schneider got traded for Bo Horvat. That's right. For that pick. Yeah. You know what I was doing? I was at the lake that day, mm-hmm. you know, having the time of my life, you know, <laughs> laying on the beach, going for swims, drinking beers, hanging out with chicks. All that stuff that day. And then I came home and somebody was like, yeah, they traded Schneider for Bo Horvat. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't like, why wasn't I just sitting on my couch on this sunny day watching the draft? It's summertime. Get out there. Live life. Don't go to this thing. (laughs) Who cares? What if you, then you can say, what if like the next Wayne Gretzky is drafted? You can be like, man, I was there when that guy got drafted. At 10, Art. At 10. Well, not him, but maybe on another team. You never know. The next, the big, next big thing. Yeah, You're like, I, man, I, I was there. I, I don't know. Just like, it's not meant for fans. And I know it's sold out quickly, but like families and stuff, I totally get it. Families want to see their kids graduate in the NHL, friends and family. That's totally cool. Yeah. But people are going nuts right now being like, I wasn't able to get tickets to this event. Fuck. Like... I want to see this shit. I get it. Maybe if you're into even, like, uh, junior hockey. Like, Victoria's got a prospect going in, Alex Newhook, from Newfoundland, but played, like, for the Grizzlies for years. You know, people might have become attached to him as a player, like, super fans. They can go and see him and, and, and get drafted and that sort of stuff. But, like, or, like, billets, right? But, like, for Joe Schmo to sit through round after round of guys drafting, like, you're going to get bored. They don't serve beer. <laughs> I guess Caleb Kirby's not going to the draft or no. any draft. Are you, are you going to the draft? No, I'm not going. Would you ever go to a draft? Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I would go just to say I went. I just, it's just like the least entertaining event for me. Yeah. Watch Jim Benning sit on his ass with his back to you with his fucking dyed black hair his jet black hair his dye job that he always gets for that event <laughs> you know you can't even hear what he's talking about because you're up in the bleeds true, true true you know the only thing you hear is the announcement and then they're then you're on the clock what do you do you just sit there and twiddle your thumbs you're gonna be on your phone for half the event it's an event that's it that's why people want to go i guess and there's a chance to you know witness history that's why people want to. the go. same people and i'm sorry to paint everybody with a broad <laughs> brush here but i'm gonna go ahead these are the people that want to go on a cruise. The same people that go to the draft are the same people that want to go on a cruise on a cruise ship. Wow. You know? Just don't do it, please. Caleb Kirby's knocking out like 50% of our listeners. Oh, yeah, I know. People are going to be pissed at me, but whatever. I just think a draft is it's it's not a, a spectator event. Go to a con- go to a concert. You know? Go to a CFL game. If you're if you're missing, <laughs> I'd rather go to a CFL game than this. Caleb Curry would rather go to a CFL game. Uh, I think I would go to just one. I NHL anyway. I'd, I'd go to one. I'd go to the NBA draft. I'd go to the NFL draft. I think those drafts are probably better than hockey drafts. Yeah, but Art, you clearly don't give enough of a shit. Like you did. You you said you would, but like this would have been your chance, and you didn't even try. No, I didn't try. 
got things on my mind. I got other things on my mind, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, the weather's getting nicer. That off, that definitely is. It's a thing standing in the way of other things. In the dead of winter, in yeah. January, yeah, like January. Would you go then? Eighth. Would you go then? I still probably wouldn't go. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go watch a shitty movie that's coming out. <laughs> Fair enough. You just watch Sports Center for two seconds. You'll know who you have. Yeah. It's an event. People want to be there. I, guess I get so. that. I get that. You know, I get that. I, I think I understand the allure of that side. But I also agree with you. It's not like the number one thing. I, you know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sit, sitting in line. I wouldn't be trying to get free tickets or anything like that. The fact that they don't serve beer yeah, just makes it like a no, an absolute no go. I wonder me. why that's the case. Because it's a business meeting. That's why these guys are doing their jobs. They're, like, doing their due diligence. They're answering phone calls. They don't want a rowdy crowd cheering them on. Yeah. And the families are the same way, too. Yeah. It's a it's a ceremony for these families, for guys to, to enter the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brock Besser, restricted free agent. Oh, hold on. Let's, oh, you're not done. You're not done on yeah. the draft. So, so after after <laughs> ragging on the drafting, He's not done. if you are one of these people who want, wants to go, not done. Our two radio stations, the Q and the Zone, both each have a pair of tickets. And to qualify, if you want to go, if you're one of those people that wants to go on a cruise and wants these NHL. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were given these tickets? What if we had some staff tickets? Would you go? I'd give them away. I'd give them away to one of our great listeners who wants to go. Okay. You know, and I'd probably give them a slight little dig for going. But <laughs> like, if you want to go and you you have ha- you don't have tickets and you want a chance to get these tickets. You can enter online at thezone.fm for a pair starting next week mm-hmm. and the Q.fm fo- the following week for your chance at a pair. And it's pretty easy. I mean, all you got to do is go onto the zone.fm, the Q.fm, contest, boom, click, you're done. You don't have to so, put in your email? No. Good luck to you. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. Well, there you go. There's a shot. Maybe I'll – wait, I'm, I don't think I'm, a, I'm eligible because I work here. You're not eligible. Damn. I guess I'm not going to the draft. And and just so you know, like our receptionist usually picks on who is the best looking. So if you're an uggo, you're oh, out. Oh, snap. <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. Wow. Peering behind the curtain of the radio station. Dude. That's, that's not true trouble. anyways. That's it's not trouble. true anyways. I'm just kidding. I've heard that might be true. <laughs> you heard it. You didn't hear it here. Uh, let's move on to Brock Besser. Restricted okay. free agent. Yep. He's going to get a contract. He's going to get a contract with the Vancouver Canucks. What's it going to be? What do we want? What are you thinking? What his, what's his camp thinking? What's the Canucks camp thinking? Well, the, the like, I mean, the obvious measuring stick for this is Nylander. Will right? Nylander, who, who just uh, held out last summer. Yeah. yeah, and then came back and was at the brunt of Toronto Maple Leaf fans because of his performance last year in the regular season. Yeah, he's been getting ripped. He's been getting ripped the whole time. But and then he, he goes to the... Uh, World Championship, and he's, like, lighting it up. Yeah. But he did hold out, and I understand why Toronto fans are upset. But, like, I mean, his contract, what is that, six years, $45 million? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's seven times six is 42. So 7. that's 7.1, I think. Point, yeah, yeah, one or two. Yeah, 7.1, I think, is his his uh, cap yet. Right? Yeah. I, I think that's fair for Besser you give for that the future. Him? Yeah. Dude, like, we are fucking stealing a deal on Horvat right now. Mm-hmm. Like Horvath's contract is exceptional. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of people don't give Jimbo credit for that. Like that's a great deal. That's one of the best deals like we've signed a player for ever. 
And, I mean, if you're signing a guy like Brock for comparable Nylander money, 7.1, 7.2, not breaking the bank on him. So this not whole time we've been, eight, sabotaging. Okay we've been sabotaging Horvat to get that contract. That's why, right? We not give him any wingers. And, uh, well, I don't know about that. But, like, man, Horvat just keeps improving. Like, the amount of money he's making, it's it's pretty incredible. Like, Brock Besser has some good numbers, though. Like, 59 goals and 140 games played. Yeah. Really good. Like, he's up there with uh, some of the best scorers in the league just based on those numbers, like, per game. Yeah, but do you not agree it starts at Nylander? Yeah. That's the comparable contract? Yeah. You're down for that? Or what about a bridge contract? I was thinking bridge earlier, but yeah. I'm actually... I think that's what we said on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm actually more leaning towards the, the term now. Yeah. Like, like I, think, I think, like, a six years, seven years, something comparable, I think that's fine for Besser. Are you happy with the year he had this past year? I, I am. I, we I th- gave him... What did we give him? Did we give him an A? Or I think we gave him an a, a or a B plus. Yeah, he had 56 points in 69 games, 26 goals. He was coming off the injury. Um, he the, got better and better as the season went by on. By the end of the year, he was a more rounded player. He was a better checker. He was better on the wall. They started to get a cycle going, which, like, if they get that cycle going down low in the opponent's end, watch the fuck out mm-hmm. with, with PD and Besser on the line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm pumped. I, I And I think they will sign him. He's a good kid. I mean, obviously, it's more about the agent negotiating the contract, but um, where I think the ceiling on this deal is, is eight. I wouldn't want to see them go above eight. I bet you that's what the Brock Besser camp is thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll settle maybe in between somewhere there. Yeah. 7.5 or something like that. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. 7.5, yeah. Yeah, and I know Jim Benning's pretty generous, so... I wouldn't be surprised if it was 7.5. What about if they threw, like, a no-trade, no-movement clause on that? Would you be mm-hmm. okay with that yeah. if he signed for a bit lower? Yeah. If yeah, they went be. Nylander's deal with a no-trade? No yeah, we're talking about, you know, a, a true star here, like, not even not even in his prime yet. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, really I mean, really, to save point two or point whatever, it's, it shouldn't be a major issue. It shouldn't. And you don't want you know? ill feelings either, I yeah. think. I think that's not that he would give ill feelings, but... Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays always do this, and they go to arbitration with their players over a couple hundred thousand I know. dollars. It's a joke. It is. So I don't want to see him do that. And the Canucks aren't strapped for cash right now. No. Right? We're swimming. We're swimming in cash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I think this deal is going to get done. I think this deal is going to get done. I don't think there's going to be too, you to be too done many before major problems camp? with it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is the one they got to get done. Yeah. The Alex Edler one, who knows what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. that's a big question mark because it sounds like he wants n- no movement. July first, but maybe. I mean, I'd go gentleman's agreement on that. I'd be like, look, dude, we're not going to give you a no movement, or no trade clause, but we're not going to fucking trade you. You know, <laughs> Seattle swoops agreement? in. Oh, we'll take Heather. Uh Brock <laughs> Besser in his contract. I guess he's not. Nobody can offer him. Can offer do an offer sheet on him. That is one thing in his contract. So yeah. that that's one of those less. Uh, less good for his camp. But that's a gentleman's agreement as a whole as well, even yeah. when, if you could get offer sheeted. Nobody does it. Yeah, When's the last very, time it was done? Yeah, it's been, a very, it's been a really long time, yeah. Remember when that was, like, the, the thing there for a little bit? Yeah. That was fun. I remember the one the Canucks put for uh, David Backus. Yeah. You know, that one? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting times. Wasn't there one on Kessler, too, that Philly did? Was there did? one on Kessler? I yeah. think Philly did one for Kessler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and GMs were getting their backs up about it. It was it was interesting at yeah. least at the time. Yeah. Uh, whew, where do you want to go next? The um, yeah, I think uh, well, yeah, let's go to free agency. But I um, I mean, two there's two really good articles that came out this um week 
on sportsnet.ca and they were by Luke Fox. And he was talking about seven teams in cap hell that are like either have no money left or barely any money left. They got to re-sign players because they're raw, they don't even have a roster set, right? So he kind of introduced that on one of the days of the week. And then the next day he said there were seven teams that could weaponize their cap right. in order to pick up a player or two. I think the NHL has changed to a point now where this is a better option for teams in free agency, right? Looking at a cash strap team and making a deal on one of these players rather than going overpaying for a big free agent, right? So so making a trade to get a guy who will be, you're going to have to pay at some point, right? Well, like taking the money off another team's hands oh. so to free okay, up their... Those are two different To things. free up their cap space rather than going just straight to free agency and overpaying a guy and giving them term and shit. Right. Case in point, right? So the seven teams that he says are that are in cap hell are the Golden Knights, the Penguins, the Lightning, the Leafs, the Ducks, Washington, and Edmonton. Why Edmonton is on this list, it blows my mind, like, how, mis- <laughs> how mismanaged they've been. But those are the well, big teams. Well, when you're giving so much money to Dreisaitl yeah. and McDavid, right? Yeah. Two players taking up well, huge cash. And, and Sekera and Lucic, like, very bad contracts on those yeah. books, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they gave a contract to a goalie who had nothing. Who yes. Had no yeah. Who had a yeah. hot, who yeah. had a hot two weeks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, a hot Sorry. two weeks. Sorry, Edmonton. We, we you're be you're doing right this. though. You're right. <laughs> um, but like, it's funny too because there's some usual suspects on this list, right? Like George McPhee. He's one of the reasons why he got punted out of Washington was because mm-hmm. he kind of did this to Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Rutherford for Pittsburgh. One of the reasons he was punted out of Carolina was because he did this with Carolina. He's already doing it, and I know those teams are. Um, I know uh, Pittsburgh. These... Pittsburgh was like in a win now mode, so yeah. I I understand why he loaded up a little bit. Mc... These are successful teams outside yeah, of Edmonton. I, These are successful teams. Well, yeah. Anaheim yeah. is in trouble, or they were successful. Yeah. Yeah. Anaheim's in a bit of trouble on this list. All the other teams are successful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But like Vegas, literally has no money left. They have zero, and they got to re-sign some guys, right? Right. So um, one one of the players that I was looking at on um, Vegas is. A, defenseman Colin Miller he's a right-handed shot he's making almost four mil a year you know like that's a guy that Vegas could probably afford to move because they need the money to sign one of their other guys and that's a defenseman that especially a right-handed shot at a premium in this league that the Canucks should probably take a look at if they're looking to shore up their back end and you know that they are yeah so I think that's a move that they could do another team actually of, of of the seven teams in hell that that isn't on this list, but they're close. They, I'd put them as the eighth team is the Nashville Predators. And Fox, in in his article, he's talking about, um, you know, like if I was the Canucks, I'd be on the phone to David Poyle for Subban to try and figure that out. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Subban at his age right now is a little bit of a gamble, and I think he commands a lot more money. I don't think the Canucks need to make that big of a splash. But if you want somebody on defense, like Colin Miller, that's a guy I'd target. I've been saying that the Canucks should target defensemen through trade for a long time now. Yeah. I've been saying that. But um, sorry. This is a way. This is a way they could do it, right? Yeah. yeah. So so looking at these teams, Vegas, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Toronto, Anaheim, Washington, and Edmonton. Is they there, all have some good players. They is, all have some good players. Yeah, yeah. Are there any ones that jump yeah. off the page for you? Uh, well, obviously Tampa Bay. Like, they yeah. have... And it couldn't, and it doesn't have to just be a defenseman, man. Some of the, like some of the forwards that that are up for contracts for Tampa Bay, like uh, did or wait, they gave Yanni Gord did the, a contract this year, yeah. right? So like Tyler Johnson, I think is up. 
Yeah, but even like even if you have a contract, it's still a contract that yeah. comes off of their books, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, it's it's yeah. a good look, yeah. regardless. Yeah. So I, Tampa's got lots of talent, and they're going to have to make changes. Yeah. They're going to because they just got swept in the first round of the playoffs. So I think if you can uh, find a way, no Eiserman there now is uh, you know I think I think they could be uh, they could be right for picking a player. I think Pittsburgh is another team that's interesting. Like they kind of seem like a bit of a wounded fawn right now with yeah. with the cap trouble that they're in. Nobody may not necessarily like. I'm not saying that Malkin isn't going to tra- get traded. I'm not saying that Kessel isn't going to get traded. There was rumors today about Kessel being the centerpiece of a deal to Minnesota. I don't know if you heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for for Jason Zucker. Yeah. Right. But like another guy on that team who's I, who probably has a lot of interest is a guy like Olimata, right? Like on the back end, and yeah. I think that that's a deal that some teams will probably want to take a look at too. But to me, like this is the future. This is where teams are going to go now. At the end of the year, they're not going to go to free agency as much because the guys, the track record for free agency over these last few years, not just for the Canucks but for everybody, has been pretty horrific. Right. For the amount of term and stuff guys are getting, and I think if teams trend this way that's going to drive that price at free agency down and maybe we'll see the pendulum pendulum sway back over the other way but like you got to get creative now with with what you're going to do if you're up high near the top of the cap or if you're or if you have money to spend but don't want to tie yourself into a long-term deal. I think we've talked about this before, too, in weaponizing the cap. Here's an opportunity maybe to even move up in the draft if you want. You know, here's an opportunity. Take a contract, move up into the top, you know, further up since we got the 10th. You know, maybe there's someone you really want up there. So Jim Benning, this is one of those things. It's like, is he creative enough to do this? Yeah. So the seven teams, we, we went over the seven teams that are in hell, like cap hell right now. But then the the other list that came out this week was the seven teams that could weaponize their cap, and it was the Ottawa Senators, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Buffalo Sabres, Philadelphia Flyers, and Vancouver Canucks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Canucks sit there. They have $30.5 million in cap. I mean, Besser's going to command some money. Like, they're going to lose about, you know, maybe $7.5 million. That brings them to $23 million. That's still more than enough to get a deal done if they feel like they have to bring somebody else in. Luke Shan's not going to com- command much money. It sounds like they'll probably re-sign him. Who knows what they're going to do with Edler? Like, nobody's 100% sure yet mm-hmm. on what's going to happen there. But, I mean, like, when you look at some of these places, like Ottawa, New Jersey, Islanders would be cool. But you want to bring in short-term right? contracts, though, too, yeah. right? How yeah. many of these teams are appealing to you as a player to go to? I think Vancouver... And Philadelphia are the two places that are probably Vancouver, Philadelphia, and New York are the three places that I'd probably want to go play hockey. I wouldn't want to go to Ottawa after the fucking dumpster fire that happened this year. I wouldn't want to go to the Devils or Columbus or Buffalo. Buffalo just fired their coach, <clears throat> right? Uh, a lot yeah. of uncertainty there. Yeah, good question. And the only team that made the playoffs out of those and in, in the seven teams that have the the space is the Islanders. So I mean, like, really, that's kind of your competition for as far as luring guys over to your team. I, I do think there is some room for the Canucks to get a little creative here. I wouldn't go big big game hunting, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you see these seven teams in hell. So you mean not Phil Kessel? Yeah, not, I yeah. wouldn't touch Phil Kessel with a 400-foot pole. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, I, I could see some of these teams, the teams in cap trouble and the, the teams that have the cap space making deals. Mm-hmm. You know? And if I was Benning, like, I would definitely look at this, especially on on – 
on a way to get a D-man on the cheap, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like the Colin Miller idea there. I like the Colin Miller idea, and, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Edler. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. There's, uh, you know, obviously some other deals could be done in, in that realm. But uh, Mata is very interesting as well. Yeah. yeah. They got that Pedersen guy there through trade. That was such a great trade for the for the, uh, for the the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he, if he would make, like, Olimata expendable, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's one. it's. I mean, it's interesting. There's just there's there's options there, and I think this is the future of, of uh, you know the off season. Yeah, uh, we'll see if uh, the Canucks have uh, a guy at the head of the, at the helm there. Jim Benning, he's create. Is he creative enough, dude? If he if he pulled a sick move out of this, this could save his job. Right. Really? Do you think his job's on the line here this year? I don't think his job is on the line this year. But, like, he's more under the microscope than he's ever been. Right. Right? I don't, like, I doubt seeing him getting the axe during the season. You know, if he is going to get the axe, it's because the Canucks missed the playoffs fucking catastrophically. The wheels completely fall off the bus. And, you know, we get to the end of the season. Maybe the team's riddled with injuries again and the, the lineup wasn't short enough, short, short up enough with guys that were healthy. And Aquilini says, fucking that's enough. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think that's still a long ways from becoming a reality. Okay. What well, about you? Um, yeah, I do think his uh I think his job's on the line for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, and I think we've we've known it. We've seen it in this uh this owner, right? Yeah. And he he'll pull the trigger at any point, really, if he doesn't like what's going on. Uh you think he could lose his job during the regular season? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. But even and even even if it's even if it's you know the wheels falling off and it's kind of like out of his control with injuries and stuff like that. Um, well, I mean, like the definition of insanity is making the same mistake over and over and over again. And if the team isn't shored up and the wheels do fall off the bus, then maybe that is a reality. I just don't like I the don't defense see, isn't you know yeah. up to snuff again. But realistically, like with the direction the Canucks are trending. That's why I don't see it happening. Like it has to be like a something pretty catastrophic happening for for Benning to lose his job. And realistically, moving forward, looking into my crystal jockstrap here, I don't really see that that going down. Well, we saw with Dave Nonas, he was let go one bad season. Yeah, that was that was weird though. That was a, I think that was a clash of heads. Yeah, you know, and and I think part of that was his relationship with Burke. Right. right? I think Burke was still had had his finger on the pulse a little bit. True. true yeah. True. We're talking way back in the Canucks days there with uh, when Nonis was the uh, GM of the Canucks. I mean, it was 10, what, 12, 12, 13 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of our listeners probably aren't even that old. Really? They're just here for the swearing, though. Yeah. You know? You provide that, Caleb Kirby. (laughs) Uh, Ottawa got a uh, new head coach, it, it sounds like. Yeah. DJ Smith. What do you know about him? Oh, oh, Tons. Four years under Babcock, went to the school of Babcock. I mean, like, obviously the Ottawa Senators are looking for a winning blueprint. It's kind of a basic bitch move to pull from <laughs> Toronto, really, like when you Mark think about Crawford it. Mark Crawford getting no love there. Yeah. Well, no love. I don't think he'll ever coach in this league again. You don't think so? I man? really don't. I don't no. think he'll be a head coach. That's too bad. I don't think the NHL will let him be a full-time head coach. You don't think so, eh? No, I think it goes back to the Bertuzzi thing. I got a yeah. tinfoil hat on this one yeah. for sure, but, like, when has he ever been? Like, it's, except for the interim with Ottawa here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, going back to DJ Smith, assistant coach with the Leafs for the last four seasons, but he's got a pretty in, 
pretty uh, impressive re- resume. Head coach of the uh, Oshawa Generals in the OHL, won the Memorial Cup in 2015. Great record with the Generals when he was the coach. Coach of the year in 2013-2014 in that league. Won two Memorial Cups as an assistant beforehand with the Windsor, Windsor Spitfires, so before 2013-2014. So he's got some pedigree, um, It's but it's a bold move, right? Like this is a new head coach in, in the NHL. It's more of kind of like the old guard of some of these older coaches falling off and, and getting some new blood in there. He's... He's got some young talent to he's play with. He's got some young talent, but he's also inheriting just an absolute dumpster fire where fans are fucking jaded with this team. You know, like, I mean, he's working for Dorian, but, like, they got to turn this bus around quick. And is this the guy to do it, or do you should have you gone after a stalwart name that people trust and people could, could get excited for? Well, maybe they couldn't hire one of those stalwart names because of the mess that's going on there, right? That's why they probably had to go to an unknown. I could see that. Yeah, fair don't enough. Think? Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I just don't see too many people in Ottawa getting excited for DJ Smith, right? Yeah. I just don't. And, and why did it take this long to, to get a new head coach? Everybody else has already got theirs, basically. The only team that's still waiting in the wings for one is Edmonton, but they're they're going big game hunting. I don't know. We'll We'll see what happens there. Like, they do have some young talent in Ottawa, but, like, in my opinion, it's not nearly enough. And their fucking owner is a cheap asshole. He sure is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Edmonton, they're, they're, yeah, they're still looking for a coach. What's going to happen? Who's the big fish they're going to land on? Who's out there? Just the tip, man. Dave Tippett. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where all the rumors are going right now. And uh, like I thought Dave Tippett would come out of the woodwork and Earlier. end up coaching in Seattle, actually. I thought because he went over there to do some advising for them, right? Right. Um, in the early stages of Seattle's expansion process, and it sounded like he would be the guy to go there. So who knows? Maybe he still is. Maybe he shuts down the Edmonton job once a clean slate. I mean, Ken Holland's been fucking cutting heads off in Edmonton over the last few weeks, getting rid of everything, scouting department, you know. Um, and for good reason. Oh, oh, yeah, 100% for a good reason. But, like, if you're a guy like Tippett, do you want to inherit that mess? I honestly think... Well, if they're starting something between him and Hall, and then maybe. Yeah. Well, you got Connor McDavid. I, I, I actually think he's a really good fit in Edmonton because he's a defense-first coach. He can teach the fuck out of defense. He's, a, he's a, Man, look what he did with Arizona. Yeah. Always I, uh, overachieved. Like, yeah, always, always overachieved with that team. Like, I, I think he would be really good there, and for that reason, I don't want him there because I hate the Oilers. Yeah. <laughs> What we are a bit of Oiler hater hating here on this uh, between the standards. Yeah, what about you? What do you think of that fit? What yeah. do you think of that rumor? I think it's a great fit for them if they could get him. I've always been a fan of Dave Tibbet, even though I hated the way his teams have played. And mainly his teams have played the way they've played because if he just does what he has to do with what he has. That's right? exactly it. Yeah, like Elaine Vigneault, same type of thing. Yeah, He's, he makes the pieces that he has work around him, and I think that's a sign of a really good coach. I just like that scares me with a guy like Connor McDavid and, and with Dry Saddle. I think that fit will be will be too good. You think it? I mean, at some point, you think it's going to turn around for Edmonton. Oh here. yeah, like it's yeah. it is going to turn around yeah. for Edmonton. Yeah. It can't be this tragic for this long. Yeah. Even though, like, I mean, Ken Holland, like the writing was on the wall for him, kind of in Detroit with some of the moves he kept making to just eke into the playoffs and eke into the playoffs. And although I really respect that, and I respect. Uh, the seasoning that he gives to his players down in in the system, like I think he does all those things well. 
Um, you know, like having him roll into Edmonton and starting fresh mostly, like he's going to have to get Sekera and Lucic off the books. Like if he can pull those over the summer and, and have that type of a master stroke summer, sign Tippett, fucking watch out for Edmonton, man. Yeah, watch out for Edmonton. Uh, the Stanley Cup final, a rematch of 1970. We all remember the Bobby Orr. You know, the the picture where he's floating in the air there yeah. after he scores the winning goal. Yeah. That's the last time those two teams met in the final. The Bruins getting who, the victory there. Who are you going for in this one? Now that your prediction for a Stanley Cup winner, you predicted the Sharks. Yeah, wrong. Joe Thornton farmed it yet again. Way to go, it's Joe. It's all on Joe's shoulders. Way to go, Joe. <laughs> no, that's not true. But, um, I mean, Martin Jones was pretty bad in some of those games. Yeah, uh, and San Jose clearly just ran out of gas. They ran out of gas, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carlson and Hurdle. Despite hurt. the heroics of Logan Couture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a front runner for MVP, him and him and Tuca, right? Yeah. Now Bennington's might even be up there for front runner for playoff MVP, too. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with Boston because I visited there in September, and when I visit cities this year... They win big things. Okay, so just to put this into context, both Art and I went together to Boston because we do everything together because I guess we're friends. Hey, Art? Yeah. We like each other. Sure. You know? Um, So (laughs) we go to Boston to watch, uh, to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame to see Steve Nash get inducted. Oh, that was awesome. Right? We go to see the season opener for the Patriots against the Houston Texans, which was also awesome. Boy, was that awesome. Art was in his element. It was pretty amazing just to see how happy he is because he's a diehard Pats guy. you know. So I was even happy for him, even though like the Patriots have stepped on my heart a million times. Caleb Kirby also said that he wouldn't go to that stadium unless it was to burn it down. Yeah, and I didn't burn it down. I was unsuccessful in my attempt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> the gas to, can. Tried to light that fucking lighthouse on fire, but realized it was made out of plastic. It is. <laughs> um, and then uh, we went to Fenway yeah. for a rematch of, Red what Sox was it, the Houston. ALCS yeah. from last year? Yeah, Houston-Boston. Uh, yeah, and we saw some of the best baseball you'll ever see. And lo and behold, Pats win Super Bowl, Red Sox win the pennant, I mean, win the World Series. And now if Boston Bruins fucking win the Stanley Cup, that's a clean sweep on the year. So yeah. we kind of both feel like we got a little bit of the magic touch here. Yeah, so that being said, I'm taking St. Louis to win the Stanley Cup. You're cheering for Boston, but you're taking St. Louis? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, like, you got to tell me that before. I said we both <laughs> feel like we got the magic touch. Now you're turning it around on me. Uh, no, no, no. I, I just want to uh, I want to say that I think the Blues have something ridiculous going right now. You think they got something going? They do. I think Tarasenko is playing so well. And he's going to be tough yeah, to stop. Yeah, you're hot and horny for that guy. And Boston's been off for a very long time after yeah. sweeping Carolina. That, was, that wasn't that was even a series. And by the way, NHL, what are you doing? Why is this starting on fucking Monday? Why isn't this starting tomorrow? Well, they want to they wanna give the players time. They want to give the teams enough time to uh, heal up too, right? They, they, oh, they're always doing that. Yeah. The Bruins have had like 11. By the time that the they tactic. start on Monday, they've had 11 days off. They don't need more time off. Dude, they're fucking scrimmaging they right now. They don't want time because off. Because they don't want time off. Yeah, the way Tuka Rask is playing. You they're can't, like, let's go, let's exactly. go, let's go. Yeah. You can't have them off this long. Yeah. I still think they're going to come in there and they're going to be in the zone and they're going to toy with the Blues. Wow. Dictate the tempo in every game that they play, so. and I think they're going to win. I don't know. There's something about this Blues team. They went from the worst team in the NHL standings to the Stanley Cup final in five months. Yeah. Like, what the F is going on? I remember a game that you and I watched. Was it 
in late December or January, and the Canucks were playing the Blues, and the Canucks had a horrible first period. I remember yeah. this. And then they came back and won the game. Yeah. And we're like, this Blues team sucks. Yeah. And next thing you know, here they are in the cup final. Was that the one that Petey put up a five spot and Besser got the hattie? I think so. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. That was in December, I think. Late yeah. December. Yeah. But there, fucking, there was like a fight in the Blues practice too. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. It was yeah. right right after yeah. that. Yeah. But what have I been saying to you all season? I've been pumping these Bruins tires all season, man. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I just think they're too good. Like, they, they scare me as a team this season. But I think that fucking goal is there. Bingington is so hot, and the defense right now is, is so good for the Blues. Like, their defense is big. They're mobile. Yeah, that's true. And they're intimidating, I think. And they're, they're winning games based on that defense and the defensive style of play they play. It's boring. It is. It is. The Blues suffocating defense. They, they're playing that suffocating defense. But the Bruins set the tone of a game. They get away with shit. They They try and get away with shit. Marchand will go in there, and he'll dick with somebody, and he'll either get a penalty or the refs will allow it, and that's the way the game will be played. They always set the tempo, and they always have an answer. And, like, that to me is what makes a winning team. This is going to boil down to who's better in net, really. Tuca's been playing out of his head good up to this point uh, of the playoffs. Is Bennington going to be able to outduel Tuca now that Tuca's had more time off? Maybe. That's the question. It could totally happen, man. Yeah. Well, that's and, a, you're saying it's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I'm saying, I am saying it's going to happen. And I think the Blues have some guys up front right now who are hot. Tarasenko, uh, <sighs> Schwartz. Like, these guys don't, like, Perron, too. Like, they go on these hot streaks. Yeah. And right now they are. I just don't want to see them win a cup. I, I, just wanna, I just want them to wallow in the misery that we've <laughs> had as Canucks fans. I want them to be on that same level. Washington fucking broke their curse last year. We're a Canucks right? podcast and we're cheering for Boston. I know, I'm not. Hey, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so far, you've I, uh, lipped off people going okay, to the okay, NHL okay, draft. Okay, 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 you've lipped okay, off okay. cruise shift, guys. Yeah, and yeah, now you've lipped yeah. off. Uh, well, you're saying you're cheering for the Boston Bruins. Okay, I'm not cheering for the Boston Bruins. I just think they're going to win. And I'd prefer them to win over... The St. Louis Blues. Best case scenario, the fucking Coliseum collapses down. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt, of course, but yeah. they say, hey, we can't finish this. This year's a wash. Yeah. Right? I see. I saw a lot of tweets out there this week. Like, who to cheer for? The Blues? F- I don't want to cheer for either of these fucking teams. Yeah. Hopefully they both get right? deathly sick. But I do think Boston <laughs> is the better team. You do pers- You do believe that? Yeah. Yeah. I've been saying that all I season. think the Blues have been, they've been, they've been underrated. All through this playoffs, and underestimated. Yeah. So, I think it could continue here, and they're. <laughs> yeah. You okay? It's tough. <laughs> tough saying I'm uh, cheering for. Art almost Bruins. threw up. Boston Bruins. Art almost here. threw up talking about the Stanley Cup final between the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis. Blues. I'm not overly. I haven't been overly excited about these playoffs. Yeah. They well, just they just have not been that exciting. The first round was money. Yeah. Absolute money. It was good. The second round was good. And since then it's just kind of been like we haven't had that many But this is what ha- like you know what? I've missed games Dude, and I've just like eh. This is what happens when upsets happen, right? Yeah. These teams that upset in the first round, they make it to the second round, they get absolutely waxed. And then fucking the the wheels fall off the bus and then we get fucking Boston and St. Louis. Yep. I'm doing it too now. Yep. Yeah. What a shitty Stanley Cup final. It kind of sucks. 
but at least Boston's there. And and for everything I say, uh, you know, about what do you the, mean at least Boston's there? Well, you're they, just chirping. It. No, they have excite. They play exciting yeah, they, hockey. They play exciting hockey. Okay. They do. Yeah, you got to give some context, though. Yeah, yeah. They give exci- They play exciting. They play hockey. very exciting hockey. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it can be disputed. Yeah. You know, I and I think they create exciting games because they can set that pace that's exciting. So you're gonna watch this one then, starting Monday. You're you're into watching it. I'll probably watch a little, yeah. 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 Hopefully, yeah. Uh, Bingington just shits the bed. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope they just light him up, like, first game. Get get into his That's head what I want to see. First game, yeah. I don't think so, though. I think I think the Blues have something right now. And I, I, this, I think it's going to go deep. Six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. Good. I, I'm going to say it right now. I think it's going seven. Calling it right now. I'd be okay with it going seven. Okay. At least watch it? You know what? It's, at least it's more hockey. It is more hockey. That's the thing, right? Is as as least it, at least it's more hockey. I want to see fucking shenanigans in this series too, and I, I like the shenanigans. But David Backus against his old team—that's interesting. That's a good story. Yeah. Well, everybody was pining for uh, Thornton against his former team, Years but Backus back? against his former team, I think, is is a little more interesting. It is a little more interesting because Backus never won a cup with with St. Louis. No, he right? yeah, and he's kind of just found his footing with Boston too. I th- yeah. I think. Well. He's been on. He's been on and off. He's getting old. He is getting old. A little yeah. slow. Lots yeah, of miles. He's a little slow. Lots of miles. Yeah. yeah. So uh, make your prediction then. Well, I already said. Uh, okay, I'll go. I'll go Bruins. I'll go Bruins in seven. Bruins in seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like it. Okay. okay. Well, I'm gonna go Blues in seven, but I am cheering for the Bruins. So. Okay. So who, whoever wins this, what are we doing for? Each lunch. Other? Yeah. Lunch? What do you want? You want lunch? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. good. I win either way. Well, not really, because Bruins win stuff. None of us win. <laughs> None of us win with this. These matchup. teams plow. Yeah. As far good. as likability. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. Uh, that's all I got, Caleb. Caleb Kirby. All right. Caleb, cool, man. Caleb Kirby. Uh, Game of Thrones finale. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was what it was. I mean, like, it, I, you, like if you're reading the climax of a book. Yeah. It doesn't last a page and a half, right? No. And then, and that's the whole thing. Like, this season was the climax, and the climax was shortened. You're we right. had so much of a long story, and then the climax was just a little blip. And I think they got caught up in the spectacle of showing these battles and everything like that, whereas, like, we needed to see more of, like, the human conflict, mm-hmm. you know? That, that Daenerys heel turn was straight out of wrestling. But uh, It was awesome, by the way. The finale... <laughs> I thought the finale was fine for 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 what like after after every single thing that you do leading up to that point, like e- even in this condensed season, the finale kind of has to happen the way it's happened. You can't really change it that much with that last hour and a half of programming that you have. You know what I would have done? You would have made the season longer. No, if I could only do it in six episodes, and going on these same plot points that they all had here. Why are we talking about this? Right I, now? Would, I would. I would. I would have finished with Danny's heel turn and had her sit on the Iron Throne at the very end. Just burning it down? Just burn it down, and that was the end. I would have been like, fuck yeah, Game of Thrones, that was ballsy. Instead, they turned it into G- Gilmore Girls, parenthood. I kind of would have liked Snow to, to just sit on the, that Iron Throne after killing her and just be miserable. Okay. I would have been okay with that too. I yeah. would have been okay with a bitter ending. The brand thing just kind of came out of left field. It's Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we got our Game of Thrones talk in there. Uh, or end with the discussion at the fucking table when all like 
don't even have the king mm-hmm. at all and end with all those people just bitching about, you know, how like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam. No, Braun. Braun. Yeah, yeah Braun, Braun wanted the whorehouse, the money for brothels. Other guys wanted money for food and everything. Wasn't that the have small these, council, though? That, ha, wasn't, yeah. that, wasn't the, that wasn't the Seven Kingdoms No, no, council. but have all, yeah. have all these... No, it was for the Seven Kingdoms. Have all these... Politi- no, six Kingdoms. Six Kingdoms, Have yeah. all these politicians bickering and whining about all that stuff, the minutia of politics, right. just to show how like brutal politics can be. And if you would have faded out on that, yeah. I would have been okay, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Fair enough. Well, it left something to be desired, in my opinion. Uh, Caleb Kirby, where can we find you? At Curbman23 on Twitter. You can find me at Art Aronson on all platforms. Uh, you can also email us at betweenthestammers at gmail.com. 